Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Everybody. Welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the podcast where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. And I'm just about done with the new season of Queer Eye. How about you, Alex? Oh, yeah, I have two more episodes. I'm so excited. It's great. <laughs> I love, love, love that show. I tear up at almost every episode. They always inspire me. Like, it always comes along at a perfect time in my life when I need to make some small changes to better myself. Yeah, and I just, they're all about, like, self-care, which was our topic last. That's just, like, their whole shtick from head to toe is, like, every episode ends with, like, maybe you should take care of yourself a little bit and then the world would be a better place. Not be selfish, but just, like, take care of yourself. It's crazy to me that when people are introduced to the concept of self-love they just like burst down like emotionally and not crazy in a bad way but it's crazy that that's not normal that people aren't taught to like love themselves and care for themselves so that when five people come and they teach you how to do it uh just a little bit at a time these people like break down and i've never thought about myself before and it's it's unfortunate that people can't uh either aren't able to or are unwilling to integrate that into their lives a little bit uh on the daily yeah. instead of one like sea change you know but and can we also agree that um tan france is maybe one of the most perfect human beings that has ever existed <laughs> i've noticed he's just like casually cussing more this season and i am loving it yeah, 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 yeah. He said the F word a couple times, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, this whole season's got a bit, a bit, little bit of a looser vibe. You know, we see them, like, messing around and a couple outtakes and stuff, and I'm all for it. I actually like the stuff they do at the end of the episodes a little more now than, like, the first couple seasons. Like, the, the just, they're not always hip tips now. Yeah. Well, I will say one of them, was, Karamo's hip tip was dance to a song in the morning, and then it was just Karamo dancing. <laughs> And I was like, all right, <laughs> they ran out of things t- for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one change I like, too, is when they bring um, the person after they've gotten their makeover and their new clothes, they bring the person into, like, the bumpers in the white room where they all just oh, dance. yeah, 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 yeah. That's so sweet. It's just, like, so sweet. Um, it's nice that there's people like the fab five like that exist and and more like them that are just like i think though those the fab five are generally genuinely those people i have to believe that um and they're just like so nice yeah i'm i want to be like them and just integrate compliments into casual conversation they'll just walk into a room and be like hey you look amazing how are you instead of just walking into the room and saying hey what's up and so i i want to start doing that and trying to build those up around me for sure it's it's very sweet cool well what's our word of the oh wait before we start this i have a story to tell you that i just thought you would find funny um went to went to a brunch today at a a brewery (laughs) which is very missoula it's like the most missoula thing to go to brunch at a brewery where they just serve you like breakfast sandwiches and then you can start drinking at 10 a.m and um i met some friends of ours that you know and I know and they listen to the podcast and they were like oh we love listening to the podcast and I was like wow amazing that anybody listens to this that's incredible thank you and then it's uh, it was a couple uh, a guy and a girl and and then the guy went yeah it's kind of weird sometimes you guys are just like having a normal conversation then it just goes so raunchy so quickly (laughs) 
<laughs> and i and i was like oh what was like the last episode you listened to he's like like episode seven or eight and i was like oh yeah that only gets worse <laughs> okay now do the thing what's our word of the day yeah our word of the day or concept again is exercising mm, yeah something i wish that i had the drive to do more of it's not even that i wish i did more of it it's that i wish i wanted to i feel like in my life in the past like year and a half the amount i've exercised has increased greatly like exercising with a purpose i, I mean i work at a running store now and so it's like increased greatly and i am still sort of convincing myself to do it every single day and people would be like oh you'll get addicted to it and i'm like i don't know if i am addicted to it <laughs> and that is because in your core you're a lazy person yeah and in some ways i am too because uh, i hate it I what if what if i did heroin like 35 times and then i was still like mm, not feeling more than i've gone on way more than 35 runs i've gone on you know 200 at this point and what if I did heroin 200 times and then went, mm, I don't know, I still don't really like it. <laughs> 200 packs of cigarettes. And you're like, ah, that's not for yeah, me. Yeah, I don't think I've done anything <laughs> 200 times and still gone. Like I would have stopped way long ago. But no, here I am still doing it because I'm convincing myself that it's like better for me. Well, I mean, in a lot of ways it is. It's It's kind of... Running is fascinating to me because it can enable you to feel good and it's good for your overall health, but you're also destroying parts of your body. <laughs> yeah, I'm already a big skier, so I figured my knees are just um, already in the shits and I'm going to have titanium knees by the time I'm 45. So let's just go for it. I want aluminum knees. So when I walk by a magnet, they don't whoop, you know, <laughs> you just get like instantly cowboyed. I don't know why I pictured you walked through some sort of like archway of magnets with magnets on either side. So both <laughs> of your legs go two different directions. <laughs> I also pictured my legs <laughs> opening up. <laughs> Or you like walk past a, a, a construction site and just get like sucked up by the, uh, by the little, uh, you know, well, not little, the big like forklift magnet thing. Uh, but I agree with you. Every time I get into like a exercise routine, I mean, it either gets broken or oh, there's one day, like a pivotal day where I'm like, ah, I'm not going to go for a run today. And then I just don't do it again for the next six months. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And there's so many things with running that I've learned and learned to get better at and um, it's still just like, I still am convincing myself to do it every single day. And I'm like, God, when does this get easier? <laughs> the only time I've ever like exercised routinely is when it was a class in high school and oh, yeah. we would go like, I had weight training and I kind of got like a little bit buff one year because I had to be there and I just would, I, what am I going to do? Stand around? I would just pick up a weight and just do this for an hour. <laughs> And, like, I had a little bit of, like, mess, muscle mass. I don't and, think uh, that does anything. I don't think you, you curling 25 pounds for half an hour does much. I was actually really good, like, at the forearm curl. I uh, I could curl one of the higher weights in that class. And I was I remember being proud of that. But it still didn't, you know, bring me happiness or joy or, you know, muscle definition eight years later. <laughs> Speaking of, P, that was going to be one thing I brought up was P.E., did you enjoy PE? What was your favorite thing in PE? <laughs> well, my favorite thing in PE was in sixth grade when they brought a projector in and we played Dance Dance Revolution, but the Mario version. <laughs> I've, I've played one of those. Like I played the Wii, the Wii dancing game. What is that? Just Dance or something yeah, that's like that? Just Dance. Yeah. This was the one where you have to step on the arrows. Right. Right. But um, I was absolutely exhausted after like two songs. 
Like my arms <laughs> right, were yeah. on fire. Dude, I had Wii Fit too with the balance board. That was we did that like a lot for about three months, and then it went in the closet, and it's still there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what the, with the uh, with the Wii Fit trainer, there was that like faceless, yes, faceless woman esque figure, sort of. It was sort of um, what's it called? Where something kind of looks like a human, but looks like a human just not enough that it freaks you out, like the Uncanny Valley. Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So PE, I don't like. I don't remember a ton of. I remember one PE teacher like taught us how to crack our necks. So I've been doing that <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and there was one PE teacher who would start every day. He, we would like line up and he would start every day by giving us a handshake and asking us how our day was going. Uh, and that was kind of nice. Like I don't like the guy, but I thought that was an interesting way uh, to start. a. And you wouldn't. You're not going to catch me doing that now <laughs> in the pandemic, but yeah. I thought it was interesting to try and connect to your students before you tell them to run around and throw dodgeballs at each other. We talked about dodgeball a couple weeks ago. That shit was scary, dude. That was oh, my yeah. least favorite thing until Taryn Hours. Every time we played dodgeball, I went to school for 12 years with this kid. Every single time we played, would get nut shotted and he would drop <laughs> to the floor and his face would go beat red and he could hardly breathe. Like tears would come out of his eyes. And, you know, the first couple of times it's like, oh no, is Taryn okay? But by high school, dude, people are trying to hit him in the nuts because it's so funny. Yeah. Some sort of like prophecy fulfillment. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, dude, I can, I can picture his face. It's just him on the ground. Like he was the kind of guy that had a lot of veins appear in his head. Too, oh yeah. Good kid. Got... To, good kid to hit in the nuts then. Um, I always think PE teachers are really interesting in schools. Like they're the they're the they're such an interesting teacher, you know. Oh, dude, I know you had one just like me. My high school PE teacher, Under Armour, no matter where he went to the church I went to growing up, and he'd come on Sunday with just Under Armour on, <laughs> like the blue like stretchy material Under Armour shirts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Under Armour really hit their stride in like 2006 or 2007 like that, and they were rolling <laughs> in cash. And they got to be way down oh, yeah. now. I'm s sorry to whoever bought stock in Under Armour. That was a fucking mistake. I remember this is who I was as a child. And this is why maybe I went to the principal's office a lot. One of my in eighth grade, my PE teacher was named uh, Kevin Huggins. And <laughs> he just went by Coach Huggins or just Coach. But if you really wanted to piss him off, you would call him Huggy Bear. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like a... Just like a good old boy, but not old. He was like 33. Mm. But, you know, like camo baseball hat, Under Armour, uh, Under Armour, like puffy basketball shorts with like the lanyard sticking out of the pocket. And then like the the like sneakers as well. I don't know how to describe like the air, like the Nike Air Max sneakers with those big ass AirPods on the bottom that are like hideously ugly. But some people think they're good looking, but they're just not like let's be real with ourselves yeah yeah i gotcha he was a he was a fine man he was not he didn't annoy me um i definitely annoyed him he was I, this man never did anything to me and one day he got back from fishing on the lake where i'm sure he was just crushing <laughs> floodlights this is like who he was crushing yeah. floodlights fishing on the lake. he was burned as shit he looked like a tomato he was the reddest human being on the planet and i remember one time i ran past him because uh it, we were running like mile time trials or something like that. And I ran past him and he wasn't facing me. And I just at full power slapped his like tricep or the back of his arm while I screamed <laughs> huggy bear and just slapped the oh, back of his dude. arm right on his sunburn. And um, 
I don't know if I've ever seen a human being want to attack a child more, but physically can't because I was a child. <laughs> he was ready to come after me. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. We used to joke that my PE teacher would let you bring alcohol to school if you shared it with him. He was that kind of guy. Nice. Nice. See, that's what PE... The, PE teachers are this like weird spectrum of like... I feel like other people are like had like ex-military PE teachers that were like super strict and super hard. And then you have the ones that like take the health portion of PE. Was your like sex ed teacher also your PE teacher? I was just going to bring that up. We need to do a separate sex and a sex ed episode. But how weird is it that the PE teacher is the one assigned to teach us sex ed? <laughs> yeah, man. Who who did who decided that? Is that the small town thing? Please let me know if your school had someone other than the PE teacher teach sex ed, because I don't think, I think someone else should be doing it. I can't remember if I think I might've told this story. I've certainly told you before there uh, in like eighth grade, we were watching the sex ed video and it starts, it was like cheesy, like nineties uh, video. And so these two kids roughly our age, they were probably like 15 or 16 had on like oversized flannels and like, you know, baggy denims and stuff. And it was this guy and this girl and they were playing Twister together. Yeah. <laughs> and they're playing Twister and the guy falls and the girl falls onto him and they look into each other's eyes and she undoes a button and he goes, wait, maybe we shouldn't because <laughs> our sex mm. ed was abstinence, of course. Yes. Uh, same so here. after the video, our, our yeah, our PE teacher goes, what'd you guys learn? And this kid, Robbie, is like, don't play Twister with girls. <laughs> I also, I also, I think I built up in my mind, Twister, God, maybe I saw the same video and I just have blacked it out, but subliminal. Somehow Twister has been portrayed through the media as a sexy game. <laughs> There's nothing sexy about yeah, I was it. Like, has anybody on the planet played Twister? Like, for real? It's not sexy. Um, usually your face, either your body's just like, don't cross each other because it's like right hand green left foot green yeah and like you're just like standing there and you're like this is pretty easy or your face is just like in someone's butthole <laughs> it's made for a very specific age of person because kids too young can't hold themselves up and humans too old can't hold themselves up so it's made for like this weird little in between where you are able to not only hold yourself up but if someone has to cross you hold them up too yeah but i and i also but i think like a like our age like 20 like it's the mat isn't big enough or something like i can reach almost corner to corner to corner <laughs> on a yeah. twister map. Again, it's not an adult game. I yeah, <laughs> like it's not an issue. So I'm like, we need to spread these out or something. When you know, I can reach every dot whenever I want. <laughs> and I'm not flexible <laughs> in the slightest. So Yeah. I do want to say for exercise wise, I like practical exercising. I love going for a hike. My dad and I did the dirty dash. Uh him and my sister used to do like color runs and stuff. What what I call practical exercising, it's not going to a fitness center. It's not like just pumping iron. It's it's using your body, connecting with nature if that's where you're at, but using it to kind of accomplish something. You hike to the top of a mountain, you can see down. Oh, look, I've accomplished something. You do like 100 reps, all you see is like, you know, you checked it off on your phone or whatever. Oh, for sure. For sure. I was going to bring up hiking and say, is that like, do you consider that a form of, of exercise? Um, do you have any good hiking stories or anything like that? I have an extraordinarily long hiking story that I don't know if we want to get into that you've heard like 35 times. Okay. Uh, you go and then I'll talk about our shared hiking story. Okay. So this is the story. This I've told this story a lot, but it's, I think it's the, my favorite story 
ever. Um, this is a story of my leadership camp between eighth grade and freshman year that Oh yeah, this is quite the story. <laughs> is the most apeshit thing that I think's ever happened to me. Um I joined this leadership camp thing that it was like half the kids were just not in trouble. I don't know how to say that. And then half the kids were like uh had some sort of like juvenile record. And they like mixed us together. And then we were supposed to do like a ropes course. If if everybody knows what a ropes course is, I think a lot of people do. And um, and then after the ropes course, we were going to do on this big backpacking trip. And then we, after the backpacking trip, we were going to f- whitewater raft, and that was going to be our week of of doing outdoor shit. It was all it was all boys. It's just a boys camp. Brotherhood. Yeah, which is fine. Comparing dick length. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> So it starts out and like I have two of my good buddies there with me, Ben and Brett, both bees. They were there. Um, And then some kids that I like I thought were really cool. They were a year older than me. Their names were Robbie. And they all have. Oh, I was going to say, are they all B names too? Robbie and Bridger. One of them was Bridger. So can we call Robbie Bob just for the purposes of the. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there were there was was like a wide gambit of kids in this. And then so we like immediately split up into tribes because that's how humans are. And there was what we called the nerds. And they brought all their Magic the Gathering cards with them on this trip and just talked about Magic the Gathering the entire time. Um, And then there were the cool kids, which were the older ones. And they were like on the basketball team. Um, that's where like Robbie and Bridger were and Nate, they were, Nate was part of them. Bait. And then there was me, me, Ben, Dylan and Brett. And we were just like the in-betweens. Like we, we weren't nerdy, but we were kind of nerdy and we weren't cool, but we were a little bit cool. We weren't the lamest people on the planet. We're the outcasts. Yeah. Not even outcasts, just desperately wanting to be cool, but not cool. So we go to this ropes course thing and it's supposed to be like team building and it's just immediately a fucking disaster. My buddy Brett and one of the other kids, uh, Steven, Steven was one of the uh, juvenile record kids, get into a full-blown fist fight um, on, at the base of the ropes course. And they have to be, like, separated. I have no idea what it was about. I wasn't even there. Um, tensions, tensions are just hot. And then we had to do this, like, weird, you know, like, where everybody grab a hand in the circle and then you have to, like, untie the knots. Oh, yeah, you, like, knot yourself. I hate that. That was dumb as shit. And we were all just super pissed off. That was day one. Then we slept in our beds in our home. Then we woke up really early the next morning, prepared to go backpacking and we went up a mountain called uh sleeping indian i'm sorry for the name that's what it's called we went up there it's a it's like a 30 ish mile hike one way it's big time and uh, we had all our gear and we step foot on the trail the second my boot hits trail it starts raining and for the rest of the story please picture it just pissing down rain and i mean biblical amounts of rain 100 percent of the time um it was the biggest rainstorm jackson had ever seen in like 55 years or something like that it rained for like four days straight nonstop. it was insane so we got our ponchos on they split us up into groups so the nerds who were the least fit they went first so we could all they wanted us to all arrive at camp at the same time so the nerds went first we were the middle amount of fit so we went in the middle and then the cool kids were all on the basketball team 
in high school, we were, I was, again, it was my summer between eighth grade and high school. So I wasn't quite go to high school. These kids were in high school. They were 14. I thought they were cool. They went last. We were trudging along. It was fine. You know, I would say this part of the hike was fine. Everything was just soaking wet. Um, we made it to the lake. We're supposed to get to a lake where we got there and the lightning starts. And now we're very high up. We're right at tree line. Um, so there's just a little bit of trees, but not too many and a lot of exposed rock. And the lightning is like flash boom, like like it's on top of us. This shit is happening right now. There's yeah. no like time between the lightning and the thunder, the lightning and the thunder. It's just bowling strikes over and over. Oh my God. It was the most insane shit. Um, so we're like trying to set <laughs> and it's just like 60 mile an hour wind. We're trying to set up like one of those tents with no outside poles. It was just one pole in the center. And then you just staked down the sides. <laughs> that was the tents they fucking gave us. Cool. And those tents were definitely meant for two people. And we had to fit four people in them. So we're all just like laying in our tents at this point. As we were setting up the tents, because of just the way you set up a tent, the tent gets soaking. All of our shit is soaking. My sleeping bag is soaking. I'm just laying in a wet ass sleeping bag on in a wet ass tent with it just like lightning lightning all over the place we have a metal pole sticking up in our tent and a metal aluminum pole <laughs> sticking up in our tent it's like fuck you guys this is the dumbest shit in the world <sighs> you know our like our like counselors like really thought about canceling this shit but they were like oh, i don't it'll build character for these boys um because if this sounds insane and unsafe let me assure you it was insane and super unsafe and we shouldn't have been there and the counselor set up a tarp over like in between some like some of the only trees there and so they were yeah. like, everyone come sit under the tarp. Let's make our food together. And we get there and our counselor was like, I forgot the food. Uh. And we were like, excuse me? And he was like, I forgot the food. Now, let me explain. So he, this counselor that forgot it was also an ultra runner, was an ultra marathon runner. So he was like, I will run down. I will run back. I will run 30 miles back tonight sleep there really early in the morning i will turn around and come back up with the food so we will just be out of food for one night essentially yeah um he was incredibly fit and he was physically capable of pulling that off but the descent so the highest point of the hike was about one mile before the lake and then you do this one mile hellacious descent into the lake that is insanely steep like you have to go down it backwards you're basically rappelling down in like you're holding onto a rope like a permanent rope that's there that descent had turned into a river because it was raining so much like an, a full-blown waterfall river was pouring down basically the only escape route out of this hole we were in cool. and he could not get back up that uh ascent he could not get back up that so he was like, well, I brought a big ass jar of couscous, which is, <laughs> is like to this day, I can't eat couscous. And he's like, we are going to start rationing and you will get like one cup of couscous a day for like all uh... these boys. And they had some like granola bars and some other snacks and stuff like that. But like the main food wasn't there. So it's basically it's like couscous and little snacks here and there that they they all got together, all the counselors, I say all of them, there was two of them, um, and rationed it out. Yeah, so there was nothing to do for the next... We just stayed 
we were like waiting for the weather to break and we were just going to leave. As soon as the weather broke, we leave. The weather did not break. We were there for like two nights and three days, something like that. Oh, man. Just sitting there. You could either sit in your tent and get rained on or you could sit under the tarp. And that's it. That's all we did. It w- didn't stop raining. Um, our counselors were very on top of us about like they tried to make a game of us like rating our poops <laughs> on how good our poops was and i know now as an adult like that's because they wanted to make sure everything was okay and we weren't getting sick and we were yeah. like drinking enough water and stuff like that but they whenever we pooped we had to like announce that we were going to poop i am pooping and then you had to rate your poops based on all the animals you saw <laughs> which was always zero because it was pissing down rain and there was thunder and lightning everywhere and like whether the hole you dug was good for your poop and how the poop itself was and all that <laughs> i cannot imagine couscous poops dude Ugh. oh yeah dude it's just it's just rice poops i mean it's not really like you, there's like not a whole lot of nutritional value i lost a lot of weight we all lost a lot of weight like when we got back our parents were like what the fuck like you look bad there was a lake there but it was a mountain lake and you needed to filter your water and they had a little hand pump filter now when i say little i mean like tiny like uh, i don't know how to describe it like the size of like a, a roll of quarters like it was like an ultralight emergency use backpacking water filter why because they forgot the big water filter as well that big water filter was with the food so you had to sit there and do these tiny little strokes like it only had the volume of a roll of quarters in order to fill up your nalgene bottle and they would require you to us to drink water we would like like army style we would line up and stand there and then we would drink water because they were like you have to be stay hydrated so you had to sit and there was no trees around the lake the lake was just like this super high alpine lake and it was just like a body of water surrounded by rocks so if you wanted to go fill up your water bottle you had to sit on this rock and just get pissed on with rain as it took you like 20 minutes to fill up your nalgene bottle (laughs) and one of the counselors believe it or not one of the counselors was like fuck it I'm over this and just scoops lake water and drinks it and boom gets giardia. <laughs> uh, so he's shitting his brains out and vomiting <laughs> and can't keep any food down. Not that he was really eating a whole lot anyway. And so we were all like, oh my God, we got to definitely filter your water, everybody. Then, and to this day, this night will stand out in my head as one of the weirdest nights. It was like 2 a.m. We were all very good friends at this point. Like, this broke down all of our, like, barriers of clickiness and anything like that, you know? Those poor nerds probably got their magic cards ruined. Oh, yeah. That was like, they they wasted, like, $500. Nate, one of the cool kids from the cool kids' tent, at, like, 2 a.m., as we're all just laying there, and none of us can sleep because the lightning storm is on top of us, and it sounded like gunshots were going off right by your head. Nate goes, guys... And uh, Ben from my tent goes, what, Nate? I have to pee. Well, then go pee, Nate. I don't want to go alone. And I was like, I got pee too. I'll go with you. And then Robbie goes, I got pee. And then, you know, a couple others are like, I got pee. We'll just all go pee. So all of us, like little 13 and 14 year old boys 
in our boxers in the pitch black dark ran out to this like sort of hillside where we all started to pee and i can't make this up it was super slippery and there was a big lightning flash and it all scared us we all jumped a little bit and nate jumped just a little bit enough that his feet slipped backwards and into the mud and he just fell into his own pissy mud (laughs) he was so pissed he was so pissed that same he was like fuck and he's like can't stop peeing because and then it's like dark out and he's like rolling in the mud um he cleans himself off and gets back into the tent and tries to warm up and then and and you know to this day i i feel bad about what happens next but i don't i want to include it in the story because it's it happened and um none of us handled it well but i also think he could have handled it well handled it a little bit better as well um one of the one of the kids one of the kids from the uh the juvenile facility um was he was in the cool kids group um his name was also steven this was a different steven than gotten fight. there's two stevens i can't even make that up um one was with a v and one was with a ph oh his name was steven and he's we could all hear him and he goes guys i'm gay <laughs> Just like that. He's just like to the group. Perfect timing, Steven. Yeah. We all went, okay. Honestly, none of us reacted. We all went, okay. And then he went, my dick is this long and just holds up his hands because he's like, I got a boner. And we were, that's when like all chaos broke loose. And I feel bad. Like we shouldn't have reacted like that. But I also feel like he should, that's not how he should have presented that. <laughs> that he was in the cool kids tent. The cool kids didn't want him in the tent anymore, and so they tried to kick him out of the tent. So I, I then he slept under the tarp. Then it like the weather breaks, and we are like, the counselors are like, this. We have like a ten minute, twenty minute window to get up this hill, and get out of this, and we're going. Pack your shit up, and let's go. Now this this river that had formed had obviously made like just a slick ass mud and our hand we were so weak cuz we hadn't eaten anything that we basically created like a human ladder sort of that you would hold onto the ladder and it was so steep that the other kids feet were like almost at your shoulders essentially right that's how like steep it was so you were holding onto the rope with one hand and pushing the uh, the kid in front of you's ass up in front of you and it was just a mess people were slipping and like your foot would slip and you would just kick the dude behind you right in the face and he'd be like fuck you and you'd be like fuck you and it was just like (laughs) so it was so intense everyone was just screaming at each other we were just like covered in mud and just like pushing each other up this is the worst thing on earth then we get to the top then we start a 29 mile descent down and um we started singing old mcdonald this is just a fun fact we started singing old (laughs) mcdonald had a farm we sang it the entire time it took us like 10 hours to get down we did break the guinness book of world record for singing old mcdonald had a farm however a guinness book of world record representative was not there to witness it so it wasn't uh, officially <laughs> recorded um i think yeah. we ended with old mcdonald had a, a had a martha stewart with some arts and crafts over here and some arts and crafts over there we completely run out of animals it was bad when we got to aardvark and we were like i had no <laughs> idea what noise an aardvark makes and this was before what does the fox say yeah i remember at one point a counselor is like we have a surprise for you and we're like oh we're so excited and they give us these like you know those nature valley granola bars that are just the crunch 
crunchiest, crumbliest, yes. dusty ass, dry piece of shit granola bars <laughs> that have ever existed on the fucking planet. Yep. They gave us those. And I, you would have thought that Jesus Christ himself came down and kissed my forehead. I was so excited and I hadn't had food like that. <laughs> However, all of us were so weak and my hands were so cold that I didn't have the strength to open the little container. Oh, so I just man. put it in my backpack and continued to walk. About halfway through, we meet a group of very strong, fast hiking people walking up. And we were like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, we're search and rescue. And we're like, oh, my God, who can we help? Wh what can we help with? Who are you looking for? And they just pointed at us and went, you guys. <laughs> and they're like, are you safe? And, and we were like, we are safe. And they're like, okay, we can turn. They were trying to fly a helicopter to come get us because multiple parents of ours had called the police or the, the program that put this on and told them to come helicopter us off this mountain. But the helicopter couldn't fly because it was the most insane storm of all time. We got back. We got to the van. We just like all stripped down to our boxers and turned the heat on really high in the van to just dry out for the first time in four days. And we all just passed out in the van and slept on each other. Then, and I don't know why, our counselors were like, we're still ending this trip with a whitewater rafting trip. <laughs> no! No! So, <laughs> we go whitewater rafting and we're all super weak still. We had real food at this point. I mean, the food was <laughs> at the van, so we had eaten, but we were, it doesn't recover in just you know, like eight hours or however long it had been. We're all super weak. But I will say, however, not a single thing went wrong at the whitewater rafting trip. We had all like suffer bonded pretty hard. It was a lovely, it was like the sun was out. It was gorgeous. It was hot. It was lovely. That was it. Then we got back to our parents and I think my mom cried when she saw me. So that's how like caked and dirt and shit and like gaunt my face was like my cheeks were like sucked in. It was um, that's it. That's a really long story. That is brutal. I remember you telling me that a couple of years ago and it's honestly shocking. And part of the reason I don't live in Montana anymore because <laughs> the possibility of things like that happening. <laughs> it is. A, it's still to this day. I think the hardest thing I've ever done, like the gnarliest thing I've ever done. And whenever shit gets like bad, I go, well, it's not that bad. Uh, hey, well, I'm going to skip my story and we're going to do the police blotter. Does that sound good? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I told you it's a long story. Police blotter. You know, quick thing about the police blotter. Obviously, we don't like police and there are protesters protests happening uh so if anything the police blotters are going to change a little bit because we're going to go harder on the cops we're yeah, not going to yeah, yeah, give yeah. them the benefit of the doubt if something's gone wrong it's because of them every time right alex <laughs> yeah 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 a caller reported a cooler of food on the street near their residence <laughs> <laughs> so okay this for sure happened that person went up to that cooler opened it saw it was food closed it and then called the police yeah uh it'd be one thing if it was like a mysterious package or something right oh there's a mysterious right, box exactly. i don't know what's in there <laughs> if i was a dispatcher i'd be like how'd you know there's food in there oh you went over to it then go pick it up and do something <laughs> to fucking about it a 911 caller reported an individual drove by some bikers bicyclet <laughs> some bicyclists oh <laughs> and was yelling quote christ stuff out the window and told the caller the cyclists were going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
what journalist? That is my town to a T, dude. What journalist? What journalist did Lewistown wrote Christ stuff? <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah, man. I, I can. I probably know the old people that drove by and were yelling, "You're going to hell!" I mean, my small town of seven thousand people has. People sometimes stand out with the signs, you know, uh, you're going to hell. Oh, yeah. God hates this and God hates that. It's not good. Yeah. Which is hilarious because God doesn't hate anything. That's the whole point. Anyway, let's move on. Right. And based on your story of hiking and all that happening, there is no God. No, yeah. <laughs> A caller reported suspicious vehicles in the parking lot of an assisted living facility. The cars were part of a birthday celebration. <laughs> oh, come on. Who Dude, people can't old people can't even have a birthday without getting like come on. Jesus Christ. Just let just let people do what they fucking want. <laughs> oh my okay. A 911 caller reported someone kicked their vehicle and poured flour on it. An officer located a vehicle leaving the scene that included an individual covered in flour. <laughs> the subject returned to the scene to clean up the mess. <laughs> yes. Uh, I need to that know. That might be my favorite entry uh, ever that's amazing i need to know the full story for sure so now oh man i this is what i for some reason i picture it in the parking lot of your one grocery store that you have but like near the back of the parking lot and someone was like you this bitch you stole the last flower from me and then this person's like this fucking flower you dumb bitch and just like slings the flower at them but then there's like a sh so am i to understand that the person that threw the flower was also covered in flour themselves correct because that's how the police found them as they were driving in their car and they could see that they were covered in flour <laughs> Oh man! If I was the person that that got pulled over and I was covered in flour, I, I would have tried to lie a little bit. I'd been like, I don't know, must have been some other dude covered in flour. It's 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 cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had a, did a lot of cocaine. Sorry. <laughs> that yeah. I, 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 maybe we should take these one step further. Maybe I'll post on Facebook like, hey. Does anyone in Lewistown know who this is? I want them on the podcast. And yeah. then we ask the person, not the person who got flowered, but the one who did the flowering. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely want to know the angry side. I don't want to know the... If you get flour on yourself and then you clean it off, are you deflowering yourself? That's a stretch. <laughs> is it? Okay, I'm done. That's all uh, for the police blotter. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Ginger on Ginger. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Send us emails, gingerongingerpod at gmail.com. Uh, I'm back at work full time, so I haven't been interacting online as much, but I would like to start getting back into that soon. Um, so, you know, interact with us. Talk to us. Tell us Say what you hi. want to hear about. Tell us what you don't want to hear about. We still have an email address. You can email you just some fucking questions if you want to. I, in my mind, like I yeah. want this podcast to just be us answering random ass questions for some reason. Like I would find that enjoyable. Okay, I'll put out a call and we can do that. Uh, we can do a Q&A next episode. Okay. We got to do some bad sketches soon too. Let me know if you guys want to hear more bad sketches. I want to do a part two. Oh yeah, they're fucking endless. <laughs> I found my folder of sketches in high school that I hand wrote. Oh. And I scanned them like with my phone. I have a scanning app and I scanned them in and they're on my computer now. So uh, it's going to be bad. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Jacob and Alex's parents who brought them into this world and have yet to take them out of it. See you next week. <laughs>